Hi, everyone. I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, June 10th, 2021. President Biden and UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson meet face-to-face as they try to redefine the US-UK alliance. We'll discuss that, plus Biden's 500 million vaccine donation to the world. And finally, Representative Ilhan Omar comes under fire, again, for comments about Israel. President Biden will spend part of his first full day abroad in meetings with UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson in Cornwall, ahead of a later G7 meeting. Now, this is incredibly important. You have two very different men leading two countries whose relationship makes up one of the most important global alliances. As they both seek to redefine and strengthen this alliance, it's worth looking at the personal history that'll be at play here, because it's been kind of intense. Former President Trump and Prime Minister Boris Johnson have been subject to frequent comparisons for their populist messages and their often brash comments. And while Biden was running for president, he called Johnson a, quote, physical and emotional clone of Donald Trump. So far today, their interactions have been nothing but pleasant. Wow. Well, it's a great, great pleasure, Mr. President, to welcome you to call. It's a great pleasure to be here. Fantastic to see you. But where do both leaders go from there? In a preview of the meeting, the White House said that Biden will touch on a host of topics, ranging from the coronavirus pandemic and climate change to financing global infrastructure in the developing world and maintaining a diplomatic presence in Afghanistan. The list goes on. According to the UK government, Boris Johnson, who is hosting this year's G7 summit, will focus on ways for the world to, quote, build back better from coronavirus, as well as tackling climate change. Now, If the slogan, build back better, sounds vaguely familiar to you, that's because it's a key phrase Biden has used to define his goals for America. Now, the Biden-Johnson relationship will be one to watch over the course of his presidency for multiple reasons, including their disagreements on policy fronts. For one, Biden opposed Brexit and Northern Ireland's role as part of Britain's exit from the European Union. Biden has long been skeptical of Brexit and holds deep affection for Ireland, which is his ancestral homeland. And National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says Biden plans to bring up Northern Ireland during his meeting with Johnson. This is Biden's first foray onto the global stage as president, and it might involve some tension with a key U.S. ally. We'll watch to see how he manages this relationship moving forward. Now, here's what else matters today. This evening, President Biden is expected to announce that the United States plans to donate 500 million doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine globally. White House officials say that this is the largest purchase and donation of COVID-19 vaccines by a single country by far, calling it a, quote, unprecedented response. Doses will start shipping out this August and 200 million doses should be delivered by the end of the year. The remaining 300 million will be delivered in the first half of 2022. Now, the U.S. still faces lagging vaccine numbers, but supply is not the problem. And President Biden addressed that in his remarks. In times of trouble, Americans reach out to offer help and offer a helping hand. That's who we are. America will be the arsenal of vaccines in our fight against COVID-19. Just as America was the arsenal of democracy during World War II. This gesture, this is a key part of the Biden administration's effort to reassert U.S. leadership on the world stage and prove to allies that they can trust the U.S. 
So far, hundreds of millions of doses of Russia's Sputnik V vaccine, along with China's Sinovac and Sinopharm shots, have been making their way around the world. Latin America, a region that has typically been an area dominated by U.S. influence, has seen a lot of countries buying up vaccines from Russia and China in order to fill gaps in their own vaccine rollouts, something that is a big area of concern for the Biden White House. Of course, in addition to reasserting its leadership on the world stage, this move from the U.S. is also intended to encourage other U.S. allies, such as other nations in the G7, to step up when it comes to vaccine diplomacy. This move comes as Biden has repeatedly said that the world is at an inflection point to show whether democracy can prevail over autocracy. As a result, this weekend at the G7 summit, leaders will announce a, quote, collective effort by world democracies to beat COVID-19 for once and for all. And finally today, there is a growing rift between Minnesota Democrat Representative Ilhan Omar and some Jewish members of the Democratic Party on Capitol Hill. It started with a tweet from Congresswoman Omar on Monday, quote, We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. We must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. That group of Jewish House members, including House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler, is now calling on Representative Omar to, quote, clarify her words, as they seem to compare the Hamas group, which the U.S. considers a terrorist organization, with Israel. In a joint statement, the group said, quote, Equating the United States and Israel to Hamas and the Taliban is as offensive as it is misguided. Ignoring the differences between democracies governed by the rule of law and contemptible organizations that engage in terrorism at best discredits one's intended argument and at worst reflects deep-seated prejudice. Omar, who is a Muslim, has since responded, calling their statement, quote, shameful and accusing them of using Islamophobic tropes. This is not the first time Representative Omar has come under fire for her comments relating to Israel. In February, she was forced to apologize by members from both sides of the aisle after suggesting Republican support of Israel is fueled by donations from the American Israel Public Affairs Committee. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening, and please take a moment to be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We want to learn more about you. Please tell us a bit about yourself by participating in a brief survey at cnn.com slash listeners. There you can also register for our listener panel, where you'll be one of the first to hear about new projects from CNN Audio. That's cnn.com slash listeners. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.